Alright, here we go. Bling is gonna. Hello, hello. 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 That's why we gather. It really is. Anybody want some believe stickers? Okay. I can't tell if this is on. Is this on? No, it is. All right, blink, Renee. Isn't that good? That's what creates energy, man. What y'all do? Deb, can you not play in the sandbox, nice? Looking at toenails, spirit breakout, tear our walls down. Go ahead, man. Bling is going to pray for us right now. Center us in. Yes, lead us. God, I just come to you, Lord, and I thank you so much just for um, Sundays. God, I thank you for just a day just to rest and to be with you. God, and just to um, spend time just worshiping you, Lord, and loving you, and just recognizing and um, just singing about words that just teach us who we are and um, who you are, Lord. But I just I thank you for today, God. I thank you for the fathers and the men that are in this room, Lord, that just have loved on others. And so, God, I just pray that you would just bless them. And God, um, I pray for Mike as he opens up and just shares with us tonight. Lord, I just pray that you would speak through him. And Lord, again, thank you just for Sunday nights and a safe place to worship. And it's in your name, I pray. Amen. Isn't that cool that when we pray, when we chat with God, and we particularly ask for certain maybe things or areas in our life that we would that are pressing in or that we're celebrating and then to see that come to fruition and at times for us to you know doesn't that create awe and wonder I just love having those moments I pray that we never get tired of those moments that when God just absolutely takes us over in who he is in our life and that whatever box that we may have him in that slowly and surely he gets rid of your box. Because if you think you've got him figured out, gang, i got tremendously cool news for you. You don't. You don't. What he has figured out about us is that he loves us madly. So much so, man, that he just he had to change the way the game is played. And that's our heart here is that is that you would know without a shadow of a doubt that you were made on purpose. And as those stickers go around the room, you'll see that live is in there big time and that you will live out who He says you are if you believe it. But the crazy thing is, is that you have to know who He says you are. 
Just have this fun this week. Please have this kind of fun this week. Ask folks that, have, that will come into places like this throughout the days and weeks and months and years and just ask them politely. Ask them gently. Ask them to say, hey, who does God say you are? And just wait. Sit in the silence. Wait for the response. And gang, if they say they don't know, that is a beautiful place for you to start walking life with folks. And say, well, can I tell you? Can I, can I share that with you? Who He says you are? And, and if you're in the room and you're not even really sure about it, man, you're, you are in the safest place ever to come up to someone and say, uh, man, I, I'm kind of not really sure about that either. You see, because at the end of the day, they're not going to ask me why I got in the water. They're going to ask Jennifer. And she's got to have an answer. Right? They're not, they're not going to ask me, Brandon, why did you go to the walnut house? Who are you now? What's different for you now? He's, he's ready. And man, oh man, to go back to your stomping ground and to, in His name, say, I'm not that person that you saw years ago, but I am who He says I am. And I'll no longer play your games anymore. And I'll be able to say no to you with the strength of Him in me. That's Heather. That's tearing walls down. That's living it out. And see, that happens way outside of this place, right? But we come into this place in order to get ourselves charged back up so we can go back out there. And at some point and sometime during the week, it's going to hit hard. Man, I pray that your phone is filled up with phone numbers that you can call that are safe. Say, man, I am struggling right now. I need help. Get me through this and have some folks to do that with you. Right? So that's the purpose, I believe, for God stroking these letters through the guys that wrote the letters that, were in, that are in this book. And there's a lot of times, gang, is that I'll take you to a time and a place when this book didn't exist in this kind of form. The Word has always existed through who? Jesus. Way to go, class. Say it just a little bit louder. So those... Jesus. Jesus. I love y'all southern playing in it. And so we've been looking in, and each time that we look into this, that we place ourselves in the settings. And so over the past few weeks, we've said, look, we're, we're kind of like the Corinthians. We're the Murfreesboroans. <laughs> the Boroites. And Paul's writing this letter because see, We've had people that have said yes to Jesus like Jennifer has and, and Zane has the week before, and all of us have. And so there was none of this to refer back to, but yet there's this people in the borough that see things happening that they're just really not quite sure about. And so they're asking Paul, they're asking the guy, the one that said, look, I've had this Damascus Road experience with Jesus. I actually chased y'all down before I became a lover of Christ. I chased you crazy Jesus freaks down and slaughtered you. And now I'm one of you. And so they're asking into the guy that knows it. And he's not unwilling to share what God's blowing through him. Now, gang, do you believe that God blew that through the guys that wrote the book? Yes. 
Okay, cool. Now, if you're really not sure about that, again, you're in a safe place to, to start chatting with folks that aren't going to shove that down your throat. Remember, these folks didn't have this to show open wide. <laughs> they experienced crazy. And Paul never disqualifies them. Never. He keeps coaching them. He keeps pointing them. He keeps guiding them right back to the source of Jesus. There's even a moment in this whenever they were trying to divide themselves. If you, we talked about that briefly last week where they said, well, hey man, I'm following who, what, what Apollos says. Well, Peter's my guy. We have those conversations, don't we? Well, can you imagine? So we're there with them and go, well, Apollos is your guy? He don't know nothing. He knows squat. My guy taught your guy. Your guy can't carry my guy's spit bucket. (laughs) It creates division. And Paul is railing against that. And where does he always center us back to? Where class? Where does he always that wasn't a trick question. That was kind of a softball, really. Where, who, is, who does Paul always center us back to? Jesus. Way to go. Yeah, even if it looks like a squirrel in here, you can say Jesus. Why? Why, why, why does he always center us back to Jesus? Because he's the truth. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And how do people know that? How do people know that? There's not this. I'm taking you back. So thankful that we have. How did they learn to trust each other? Should live life with each other and experience. They felt like they could trust, right? So we as a people are saying we trust this source, and yet at times during life, remember, there are times and places that we may not trust a particular source. That doesn't change God. Has God changed in that? No. No. But I can start having those conversations with folks say, man, I don't understand. Dang, that's okay. Here's what we have to stop doing as a body of Christ. We have to stop running from each other. We have to stop throwing rocks at each other. We have to stop dividing by saying, you're wrong, I'm right. We've had enough of that. Is anybody else? Am I the only one that's had enough of that? And so now we get to say, how and where do we unite? Class? Jesus. <laughs> Y'all are good. <laughs> I wish I could say whatever the highest honor it is that you get. In, what is it? The magna? Yeah, you can see that I was never close to it. <laughs> It was never on my radar screen. It was just, did I pass? Thank God. And so we're here at Paul. And so we're saying as a people that love Jesus, because you don't understand a particular place or people or way that Jesus is manifesting Himself through people, does not. uh, it's okay. 
It's okay, gang, to not understand completely like everyone else in the room. If that wasn't the case, then why did people ask Paul in particular to answer certain things? They had questions. They weren't quite sure. And so I want us to dive back into chapter 14 in 1 Corinthians. And so we left last week at the end of chapter 12. And, and Paul said at the end of that, he said, but now let me show you a way of life that is best of all. If someone came up to you and said, man, I've got the best way of life for you, would you be interested? Yep. I would too. Now you've got to remember the first part of 12, Paul is unpacking these special abilities because he's, he's writing in response to when people said, hey, in regards to the special abilities, here's what I want you to know. So they're seeing stuff they don't quite understand. They're writing back in. And at the end of that particular piece, he's saying, let me show you the best way of life of all. I want you to close your eyes and listen to what he says. Everybody close your eyes. This is Paul writing. If I could speak all the languages of earth and of angels but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy and if I understood all God's secret plans and, and possessed all knowledge and if I had such faith that I could move mountains but didn't love others, I would be nothing. If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It, being love, does not demand its own way. It's not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless. But love lasts forever. Now our knowledge is partial and incomplete and, and even the gift of prophecy reveals only part of the whole picture. But when the time of perfection comes, these partial things will become useless. When I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child. But when I grew up, I put away those childish things. Now we see things imperfectly like puzzling reflections in a mirror. But then we will see everything with perfect clarity. All that I know now is partial and incomplete. But then I will know everything completely just as God now knows me completely. Three things will last forever. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these class is? Love. What did you hear that is going to be useless here real soon? Soon and very soon. The gifts. The very thing that he discussed in 12, right here he's packing and saying, in certain time, and it's coming soon when Jesus makes everything complete, when heaven on earth, Lord, as in heaven as it is on earth, it's useless. 
But what's not useless ever? That's your motive. That's your filter. What's driving you through this? What's driving you through life? Amen. Is that my motive when I'm into life? Brandon will get to do this soon. Heather's going to get to do this soon. We all get to do it right now. What's my motive when I leave this place? What's, is it all, all the time? If you're anything like me, it's not. I surely don't want to be the only one raising my hand, but yeah, okay, there's four people. We'll all go eat at Culver's after this. You, you, you follow me? You with me? And so Paul is setting this thing up. So here we are in 14. Let's go. He says it again. <laughs> Let love be your highest goal. But you should also desire the special ability the Spirit gives, especially the ability to prophecy. Prophesy. And this is one gang that we as a body have allowed to divide us long enough. I say no more. I say no more. What did we just read previously that some of these gifts are going to become? Then why so much emphasis on it? Is everyone in the room equipped to be a doctor? Then why are y'all here? You mean you can, all of us can't be a doctor? You don't want me to operate on you. <laughs> Even if I did sleep at a Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> get bad. You're not going to make it. With your gifts, do you, is your motive ever to make someone else feel less than? So guess what, gang? Guess who has the power that if someone comes in your life and in this particular gift, the gift of tongues, jumps on the radar screen, and if you are tried to be made to feel less, they're not for you. That's just the simple facts. Love never fails. Love unites. And so if someone is trying to make us, you, feel less than because you may not have a gift that they have, you speak that out. With all the love you can. And you're going to have to use every bit of him with them to not throat punch them. <laughs> I get there quite often. Father, Lord, him and him. I know I'm not going to throat punch him because he's way bigger than me. That's going to be bloody. You see, you with me? So let's see what he says about it, and then let's move on, and then let's unite. How are you going to unite when we get out of here before we move on? What's your source? What's your motive? Jesus' love. Amen. How are you going to let him flow through you? Starting in your home, at work, and at school. It looks tangibly like something because people were getting plumped for it. Here we go. Let love be your highest goal. That'd be great if on business plans if someone said, well, what's your goal this year, Bivo? I'm not in corporate America anymore, thank God. But those that are, bless you. It's tough. But that's your ministry field, especially for men and women that are in there. 
What if you were asked to make uh, your goals for the year and at the very top of it, love is my highest goal? Well, I mean, come on. It's, he wrote it. And then the boss would look at it and say, that's fun. That's good. What's your number? Say, that's it. If I do everything that God says for me to do every day, you won't ever have to worry about the first number, sir. I promise you, you won't. Give me one year to prove it. Give me one year to let Him within me prove it that I'm going to let love be my highest goal and you won't ever have to worry about a number, but I'm going to be waiting in, in, the, in the hallway waiting for some collection checks because you're going to be paying me big time. I'm about to bust your barn wide open. Are you willing? These cats were the Burrowites. Some of the other translations have make love your aim. Earnestly desire the spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy. It's divine revelation, truth that God is speaking through you. Hey gang, anybody believe that God speaks to them right now? Speaks to and through you? Let's see a hand. Way to go. For those at home, almost everyone in the room raised their hand. That's super cool. How do you know that? What do you base that truth on? I keep hearing word. What about, but how did these guys base it on? They're not, they don't have this. Watching. Someone said it over here earlier. Think differently. Act differently. See, I love how you have to wrestle with that next answer after the first one that we've learned out of rote for so many years. So how do you know that works? The word. It's almost like at times, gang, I want to get the robot response off of you. They, what did they see? How did they see that was the best way of life? Some other translations. Pursue love and desire. You know what the word desire means here? To burn with zeal. Enthusiasm. I've seen you. I know what you burn for. I know what your heart's desire is about. And it's about how He's gifted you. That you wake up in the morning and you can't wait to be about it. That your heart burns desires to help others. It's a gift. And in that, you start living out the special abilities. The fruit, we haven't even gotten there yet. There's a whole parcel full of fruit that we haven't even gotten to yet. And so then he keeps hammering it home. What if in our zeal, in our eagerness, in our desires, that we played out what he talked about in chapter 12 when it said there are different types of service? I'm not seeing the body get too bent out of shape on acts of kindness. We do acts of kindness, gang. Don't get me wrong there. But let's really dig into this one just for a second. When calamity hits, most of the time it is us as a body of Christ that rushes in. Right? When the big ones hit, the hurricanes... The tsunamis. We pour it in. 
But we die, it's like my old dying and dash. I'm not proud to say that, but I used to do that. We're in for the big hit and then we're up and out. And gang, it takes longevity. It's the best way of life. It's the best way of life. I'm going to hang in here with you until you get well. You believe in healing? And sometimes we get that out of whack. I do believe. I think anything that's good, we can take it all the way over here and get it, and get it bent out of shape. Remember, I'm going to trust who? Jesus. I believe in healing because see, I was sick, didn't know I was sick. I had many people look at me and say, Bivo, man, you got a problem. I don't have a problem. Until you start getting well, you don't know how sick you are. And man, alive to live in this freedom to say I don't ever have to fake it that when I'm not feeling good. That there's people that I can say, man, I'm just not in a good spot. But then on the other side of that to say, man, I'm in a great spot. Let's go celebrate. You see, I believe that's what Paul saw. Verse 2. I'm going to start closing up here. That word serve that we refer to is the word that you'll hear in the old barns about deacon. uh, uh, That one. (laughs) Diakonea. I think that's it. It's the way they lived. How did they know who to tap? There weren't official ballots. If you go back and look at Acts, they said, just go about you and look for people that serve. Would, would we get, you would get tapped on the shoulder. As a matter of fact, you already are. <laughs> you're co-heirs, man. You're ambassadors. You're pastors. You're, you're a high priest with the high priest of Jesus because of Him. Do you believe? Do you pastel? Do you believe? If you believe that that sticker that went around, guess what your life will look like? Wide open. The best way of life. So it says, for if you have the ability to speak in tongues, you'll be talking only to who, gang? God. Only to who, gang? God. Only to who, gang? God. So if you have the gift, if you have a gift, if you have a language, we'll see this next week, uh, not next week, in a couple of weeks. Of Paul even saying, look, this must have been a problem because he even refers to it again and saying, look, if you have this gift, I'd rather you have prophecy. He says it. But again, going back to 13, what, is the, what are all the tongues? The tongue's special knowledge. The words of wisdom. What's all that going to be? Useless. What's not going to be useless? Love. Which one am I going to hang on to? Love. Hanging on to love. If I'm around someone that says you don't have the special ability of knowledge, Bivo, and I'm being made... Fe- you know they don't have any power over me unless I give it to them. Yeah. Don't hand them that power. So since people won't be able to understand you, that conversation is with God. You'll be speaking to God by the power of the Spirit, but it will be all mysterious. That's why I say we cannot figure Him out. I have this beautiful time with God in those moments, gang. I do. But that's me and Him. I can be back here just worshiping my guts out. And I don't, I don't, I don't have the vocabulary. My vocabulary is very limited in my telehome and MTSU education. <laughs> but His is not. And so in those moments, I have these raw, intimate moments with my Creator. 
It says in here about moaning and groaning. I'm just moaning to him. Father, thank you. Lord, thank you. Father, thank you. If you just said that all day, how our lives would change. Master, thank you. You're so mysterious. So right now in this moment, are you feeling less than or greater than? Holler it out. Come on. Greater than. Greater than. Last question before we close out. You remember what the purpose of all the gifts are? To help, help others. others. <laughs> and a kid pop. <laughs> to help one another. To help one another. To help one another. Guess where that starts? In your home. Next place. Where do you get to help one another? Where's the next stop? Wherever you go all day. You're at work all day? That's your next one. Home first. Work, school, university next. Out in the community there. That'll get them all. Y'all ready? I know you are. Remember what we're going to do. Um, burn with zeal, gang. Burn with desire. I wish we were singing that song. Burn like a <laughs> Remember how we're going to close out. Heather, uh, if you would kind of get up and get on the side over there. Brandon, if you would go over there with her. Jennifer, you just kind of, kind of, you, I want you to stand up and, and anyone, Kayla and Mary Catherine, the guys that are going to uh, be with you in that uh, baptism. We're all going to be with you, but the ones that are laying you in the water. That if y'all would stand over there as well. And gang, as the love feast, mingle in through this. I know it's going to get loud. Don't let that freak you out. They're going to sing. They're going to do their deal. But also in that, man, remember what we're about. Remember about who we're about, and it will determine about your what. Okay? All right, y'all go over there. Stand over there, and I'm going to pray for us. Father, thank you so much. Thank you for shuffling stuff around. We love you. Father, we thank you for blowing life into us on purpose. Lord, we celebrate together as a family because of who you are in our lives. Father, in this moment, I do pray out like Jesus prayed out that, that we would be one. Lord, as you, as, you, as you screamed out, you said, Father, I pray that they will be one as you and I are one. I pray that they will be one as you and I are one. Father, I pray everybody in this room right now believes that they are one with you. Father, I also pray that they would not walk out of this room unless they know that completely based on who you are in our lives. We enjoy this love feast with one another and thank You for emptying the tomb for us. And it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.